0: But I remember having that moment where I was like, there's all kinds of different ways to like, we're all, we're all black in different ways. It's okay. So I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. But I didn't rage and kill anybody though. You know, I didn't go out. (laughs) Everybody just be nice to everybody.
1: That's the secret.
0: Welcome to Horror Movie
1: Survival Guide, Disco Citizens. The podcast where gore hounds and best friends,
0: Terry Gamble and Julia Marquesi, Break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, subgenres, and sub subgenres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up horror movie survival guide tips to, to help you stay alive.
1: Ready, steady, go, disco citizens. I am Julia. This is Horror Movie Survival Guide. I am here with my best friend and co host,
0: Terry. Oh my gosh, Julia. I am so excited. We're covering this freaking movie. I've been like, I anticipated this movie for forever before it came out because I remember when it was a sketch on Ooh, Comedy Central. My. Yeah. On Comedy Central. Yeah. Wow. It's a com- a sketch comedy. Um, You know, it's my jam. You know, my jam is comedy horror. I know you're like, oh, it's too funny. I'm like, I need it funny or else I can't eat it. It's like I need a <laughs> spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Um, I mean, obviously, I like hardcore shit now, too. But I also because I thought Texas Chainsaw was a comedy. Who am I um, in camp? Here I am. Um, I said it. I said it, people. Uh, I, like how camp- horror,
1: I like horror comedies. I don't know why you're painting me in that
0: light, but that's okay. Uh,
1: so this the uh, title of this episode is Pick a Card, and the timeline mm-hmm. for this movie, We Can't All Die First. Genius, chef's kiss, perfecto. What a timeline. This is what I expect from movies. I want you to have a timeline and make me go, you smashed it. You smashed it. And this one smashed it. Thank uh, you. This it. is, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is written by Dwayne Perkins, Tracy Oliver, and directed by Tim Story. So we so opened.
0: Fun. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, so we opened from. It's cool to see something that blossomed from a sketch into
0: a full film.
1: Yeah, and the following is based on true events that never happened. So they give you the tone right up front.
0: Yeah, you got to love the title card with that little little bit of goodness. So it's just it's fun. Um, and we get a little meta moment. It's, you know, this is like, um, again, people who clearly love horror movies because they're like ch- checking the whole time, you know, some of our favorite movies. Um, they're definitely doing like a little riff on stream here by having the most famous people that are on the build in the film in the first scene here and that's Yvonne Orji and Jay Farrow. Yvonne Orji is um, a huge star from Insecure um, and Jay Farrow. I'm sure most of you know or or maybe you're not a nerd like I am for SNL and I'm on like their group chat, you know, like on like their Instagram or whatever um, for all the the hyper fans. Um, But um, Jay Farrow, uh, one of the the best uh, impersonators ever to grace the uh, SNL stage. Um, so super fun they're they're the fun cute couple that are that planned the whole weekend event they're like yeah it's a juneteenth reunion with some of their friends from university Um, they're out in this cabin in the woods Um, and so they're of course freaking each other out because it's just them two so far up at the cabin and you know um, he sneaks up on her and she's like honey uh, you need to announce yourself when you're coming near me we're in a cabin in the woods okay (laughs) Oh,
1: Cabin in the Woods, how do we mm-hmm. know that those are never a good idea? Uh, so they find a board game in the game room uh, that is called The Blackman, which is a horrifically racist, awful looking game that makes me want to punch it in the face immediately. Like you just don't, it's just awful. It's so terrible. It's
0: so upsetting. Like you're just like, like my stomach hurt looking at it. I was like, oh, oh no. I mean, it's, you know, blackface, like just a little Sambo character, you know, I, um, you know, immediately thought of, um, oh gosh, what's my brain just went up. Obviously get out that vibe of like, you know, like, um, I don't know which, if this is the house we want to be at in the middle of nowhere, you know, obviously like many, many horror movies, but that added layer. And I love Jay Farrow saying what in the Jim Crow fuck is this thing that we have just found. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think the best description um, about it. Um, and she's like, no, 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 maybe we need to stage this house because the, the game room, she didn't want to go in the game room because like the door had been ajar earlier and they had noticed the sign before. Um, but they're curious.
1: Oh, but here's the, here's the problem with this, I feel like. I feel like I would immediately know that game. Immediately know. I'm like, I'm putting this in this box and I'm putting it back on the shelf and we're playing some fucking Stratego or something because no way. So like, you're taking the chance as you're setting this up that mm-hmm. the person's going to be curious and not curious enough to to do it, right? Because like we talked about last week, with barbarian, like you see a rope coming out of a wall, you're going to want to pull that rope. I think that's like a, a, a across the board kind of thing. The chances of someone actually wanting to play this fucking game, I feel like you're you're, you're it's like a yeah, 50, but you 50 just 50 think chance. it's a game
0: again. It's like it's just a stupid game, like Ouija, right? It's like oh, it's just a stupid game. It's not an actual thing. Like you don't know that this is going to become an interactive Jumanji shit real quick, right? Do you know what I mean though? No, like like regardless i would be curious like like i would want to look because i feel like it's a historical piece like they you know are like you know um like it's like okay i've never heard of this game a right and then b it's like what racist thing is this because it's like there are you i feel like we always find out you're like that's actually blah 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 like every great children's song every like ice cream man song that like the the truck plays or all like old dixie like slave songs most of them and you find that out as you get older and you're like oh wow everything around us is terrible um so i would i would be curious um unfortunately and they also have a little game piece that looks like her earring and that also keeps drawing her in because it's got a little layers of some things for them to look at right um and she is notoriously
1: a game board nut in the whole uh, kind of vacation this is all around going to be around playing cards and playing board games so they're, they, those kind of folks i like those gamer folks that kind mm-hmm. of analog gaming you know yeah it's uh like so game the card, they are. yeah uh-huh. the card they pick out says you are a black char- character in a horror movie prove you can stay alive name one black character that survived a horror movie you must answer correctly or you die yeah so so they, they try to they would
0: scream. Right. So it's like that. Like, you know, name your favorite scary movie kind of thing. But this is a turning yeah. ahead on it a little bit and this question. And so it's like, who do you answer? I, I'm glad to say we've watched some films. I could give some good answers. Thanks yeah. to you, Julia, over these years, you know, um, hey, that we've gotten to watch. I'm, I'm
1: glad your 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 horror movie knowledge has has blossomed.
0: I am okay. now a scholar and a gentleman, and I appreciate it. <laughs> and if <laughs> you're ever in this situation, <laughs> <today>. <laughs> if you're ever in this situation, now
1: you know you'll be okay.
0: Yeah, and of course it's a meta moment because the people that they mention are people who notoriously got killed right away at the beginning. Um, Omar Epps and Jada Pinkett and Scream, um, and one of the in the sequel. Um, and so it's very meta because we're like, oh, they are the most famous people in the movie and they talk about, oh, they may, probably don't have enough budget for, to have them in the whole movie. And I was like, oh, that's probably what happened with you guys. We're about to see you goodbye real soon. Yeah. Um, yep. And a poor, poor uh, boyfriend gets an arrow in the throat and
1: uh, Morgan is pulled away screaming. And now there's going to be a reunion party and everybody's going to the reunion. We're going to meet all of our characters uh, and this was a great one because it's unusual to find uh, a, song, a movie where you like everybody equally. Sometimes somebody's like a character you hate and or, or actually, you you know, like, but I felt like this was all gravy. Yeah,
0: it was good chemistry.
1: Like, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so the other guests, you know, are making their way up and you're getting their group dynamics as they're traveling. Um, uh, they get a voicemail from Morgan. So everything still seems OK because they've gotten a voicemail um, from her. Um, and so we have, you know, different people trying to turn stuff up. We've got, you know, one of the girls who's got shrooms, Herb, Molly, she's got everything. I'm like, oh, this is about to be that kind of weekend. They're going to get wild at the cabin in the woods. It's partly why I think people go camping these days anyways, <laughs> to go do their drugs in nature. Um, a couple of girls are in the car with DeWayne. We've got Lisa and Allison and they are talking with their eyes. We're doing this thing where girls are like knowing glances, but they're having full um, voiceover conversation back and forth. And she's like, did you tell him? No, I didn't tell him. There's another person coming. She's like, oh, I'm so glad the eight of us are going to be here. And Dwayne's like, wait, eight? I don't. I only know of seven people who are coming to this event. Uh, somebody he doesn't like might be coming along as well.
1: Yes. So we're getting everybody's personality in real quick. Mm-hmm. We have another shady gas station uh, going on in this movie, as always happens. Please don't get gas in, in a horror movie, X, et cetera um so there is a guy that shanika calls a texas chainsaw massacre i love that they put in wrap snacks cool but wrap snacks don't really exist do they yeah they do do
0: it's they like, okay oh, real fucking like sec, I i get them at walmart they are real they have like cardi b if, look them up you can order them right now they're fucking okay. delicious it is a wow. real food and they probably had it a it like... placement no it is real
1: that's amazing
0: yeah, yeah, they're delicious.
1: I thought they had, like made up a brand like nozzle up for this type of thing. No, okay, no. cool. Well, I'm excited to try them. I absolutely real now. I know Let's what to bring it. you
0: for movie night. um Yeah, wrap snacks do exist. um And uh but I just thought it was so funny how excited she was about it. And you're just like, oh, did they have these out here to like lure you? Like it seems like this guy looked racist. Who was at the front gate, like eyeing her with his one eye? And you're like, I don't know if it's just that or if he's just been out here too long. But it was it was a little you know it was a moment. And so so she, Shaniga, runs in, mm-hmm.
1: she runs into Clifton. She can't even remember his name.
0: She calls and him Carlton, which is, you know, probably yeah. what they called him, is my guess, because yeah. he gives off that vibe like Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I'm guessing that's why she called him that immediately.
1: Agreed. Uh, and so he uh, said that he is also coming to this reunion. Uh, Morgan had invited them, and she's like, okay. His, sure. She can't even remember his name. Clearly, they don't know each other well, and so he said that his phone died and his car died, so that she's going to give him a ride. Yeah,
0: okay. And he happens to have a Hyundai that he says all crazy, and he also has an Androids. I know my Android people versus iPhone people. It's automatically pits him because he's like, no one has the charger, and he can't find an Android charger um, at the gas station either. So he's just like, oh, I'm SOL. So, but also
1: that's mm-hmm. a tip off. Because uh, movie lovers know that Apple will not let iPhones be used by villains in movies. So the fact that he can't have an iPhone is part of his tip-off.
0: Isn't that fun? So wild. (laughs) evil empires Mm -hmm. so So, anywho they um, make their way up and um, they run into some of their friends and they have uh, King who's one of the other guys part of the party um, is being grilled by Park Ranger played by the lovely Dietrich Bader who I'm obsessed with he's one of my favorite comedic actors of all time I got to do a pilot with him many years ago and he's fucking as cool as he seems in real life as he is um, here Um, and so he's played Ranger White uh, perfectly. Last name is White. Um, and he is thinks that um, King might be trespassing on this property. Uh, but the team gets up there and Lisa, who is a lawyer, um, basically is like, hey, I know our rights. Uh, what are you talking about? Like, we are supposed to be in this cabin with our friends this weekend. And um, they all kind of rib um, Ranger White about him making feeling like he made assumptions about who, what, when, because a group of black people are renting a cabin
1: right um and we also find out this movie takes place on juneteenth which is fucking brilliant because then you make it a holiday movie right you make it like friday the 13th or you make it like halloween you're like oh okay every juneteenth i watch this movie correct like, right on i see what Abs- she's done
0: absolutely correct and it came out for juneteenth this year so brilliant brilliant work um and so um we also see that we have a convergence of the extra people that are here that Dwayne did not know was going to be here. Namdi is there, and he is pissed. And so um, his friend just you know decides to be like, "Hey, calm down, dude. Open your mouth. I'm just going to give you some Molly, and you're going to be okay, and you're going to calm down." But uh, I like right that away. she
1: doesn't tell him what what she she said. Do you yeah. trust me? Close your mouth. Open your close your eyes. Open your mouth. And he does, and she throws something in there, and he's he like, "What was that?" And she said, "Molly." So. That's, that's she's not even gonna tell you. She's just gonna make you
0: do it. It's the kind of relationship that they have, right? And so, you know, they're 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 wandering in there and there's, you know, they got the couples and stuff like that too. So you can start seeing some of their dynamics as they're making their way in there. Um, they are talking about playing spades because that's probably something they're gonna be doing. As we talked about, they love games. That's what, something they've always done. Um, spades is a very popular game for those of you who do not know within black culture. <laughs> <laughs> and, I did not um, know, especially at like HBCUs, and it's 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 a very black game. It's like dominoes and spades. It's like you are gonna probably play. It is one of those things where you have to have somebody teach you. Um, if you did not grow up around it, like I was one of those uh, of, of children, I related way too hard to Clifton. I was like, I did not get to learn either when I was young, and I have tried so hard as an adult. But it's one of those things where people are just like they don't want to take the time to teach you because it's just. But you also just if you didn't grow up around it, you don't. You are gonna miss out on that piece of the culture. So. Um, they're going to, you know, having a game of that, they're, um, talking about, you know, um, yeah, King decides to make some Kool-Aid, but it's the most disgusting looking Kool-Aid. He adds way too much sugar and starts adding vodka. So he makes this crazy concoction that just looks like college again. You know, they're all kind of reliving that college vibe is what we're getting. Uh
1: Uh, So they're having some one-on-one conversations. King has a conversation with Namdi, who is a serial cheater. So he says that he has a girl, just one-on-one, no big deal. And he calls, King calls him out. It's like, you say that every time, man.
0: Every two years, exactly. Every two years.
1: And he calls him, this is different. (laughs) And then he throws it back in his face and he's like, okay, well, tell me that you've changed. Do you have a gun here? Because you used to be in a gang and you always have this on you. And like, have you really changed into this peaceful Namaste type person? And he says, absolutely, I have. So you have to decide, do you believe these characters or not? Because I believe, I believe King has changed. I can, he seems pretty peaceful. But Namda, you're like, uh, no.
0: Yeah, he still seems like he wants to be a player, but he's also, I think he's just, it's just that hard thing of like, you want something so badly for yourself, so you're trying to make yourself believe it too. And I think that's where he's at, of like, he's trying to make it work as well. Um, and they give you know and then Nambi also gives um, King shit because his wife he says is white and he's like no she's Armenian and he's like no that's like the whitest you know from the Caucasus mountains or whatever and like they have a little ribbing with each other um, and the girls uh, they, they end up you know playing more spades and stuff like that and the girls win because they do that thing again where they're talking in each other's minds you get that little voice over and <laughs> you um, know Lisa and uh, you know, Lisa, um, and Namdi, uh, you know tuck away she runs looks around for him and you know they have a little moment but she speaks with him and she feels guilty about Dwayne, and how she hadn't come clean with him yet because that's her best friend and um and, and yeah. but
1: i wasn't clear on what their relationship was i thought up right to this point that dwayne was her boyfriend
0: oh no and he's so, the like, gay I, best friend yeah no i
1: had i had i couldn't clock it so i was like oh okay he's just that's a different dynamic it's a friend thing mm-hmm. um so they've been seeing each other on the sly, and she hasn't told him. Uh, we do get Dwayne's Molly come up where he's doing a, a strip tease, which I very much enjoyed. Uh, so Clifton and Shanika show up, and everybody doesn't remember Clifton. So it's a real weird vibe. Um,
0: well, they're just surprised that he got invited. He's like, yeah, Morgan invited me. And they're like, really? Okay, sure. He seems like he, the buzzkill of the he group. He does. Already, because they thought
1: they have, like, this camaraderie they don't have with him. And it's that hard thing. Like, you don't want to be an asshole, especially if Morgan, he says Morgan invited him. But also, what are you doing here, man? Like, they don't even really talk to him about it. Like, how have you and Morgan been in touch? What is the deal? Like, they don't ask him anything. And he's they don't really believe- question
0: it just because they trust Morgan. And so they're just like, if she wanted him here, there's a reason. Like, maybe he's, like, some super game master. You know what I mean? Which would make sense, right? Like, he yeah, seems sure. like he... He could run some dungeons and dragons or some shit you know like he's you know he seems like he would be be great um but i also love this because they're just too busy also they've already been doing drugs and stuff like that too like shanika's already clearly been drinking and she's just like clocks lisa like you smell like dick like did you guys just hook up like you smell like you just had sex like um and so they're having fun with each other um, even though this guy is there. Even though. So
1: they have a big toast, friendship to life, and lights out. So they start looking for the fuse box, but all the doors are locked, and only the game room is open. Can and I the say before lights on.
0: out my favorite line? Can I say before lights out? Oh, sure. Shanika asked um, for some Molly from Lisa. She says, I want to be as fucked up as he is, because Dwayne <laughs> is having so much fun as he got naked and just, like, danced around. Anywho, as you were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lights out. Always I just, have like, to, always have <laughs> to. Next level, next uh, level mm-hmm.
1: uh so they go back into the room and uh, they there's an Ouija board, and we have a little fake out with the Ouija board we're going to play with the Ouija board. Uh, but Clifton said he tried to summon Gary Colbin once, and he wasn't happy, so that's he doesn't play with it anymore, which I enjoyed, um, but they find the they find the game and there is a piece that represents all of them, so they decide to give it a whirl and pick a card, and it says that they uh, have to save Morgan. So the door locks to the basement, and the TV comes on with Morgan on it. It knows all of their names, and it gives you the rules up front, which I very much appreciate. So can I read the rules to you?
0: Yeah, and they thought Morgan had planned the game until they see her down there, and then it's like, yeah. oh fuck, oh shit. So that's why they decide to play too, because they're like, she loves games. She set this up for us, clearly, because the charms um, match them. Yes. Read the rules, please.
1: But, and I think there's still, there's so much of a level of this wondering how much this could still be Morgan. If you had a friend that was this game obsessed, that would cut him off with something this like intricate for you, yeah. there'd, be a, there'd probably be a part of you for most of this movie, be like, oh, it's just a joke. Yeah, and it I, feels
0: a little glass onion in that way, if, if anyone's seen that as well too, like that kind of vibe of like, oh, what what's the game? What's not the game? Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure.
1: Of course. Um, so the, the rules answer the question correctly before the second hand completes one revolution and you move space. If you answer 10 questions correctly, she lives and you're all free to go. But you get one wrong and she dies. Refuse to play and you die. Just mm-hmm. like Sean did where they show his bloody corpse. Yep. So I appreciate a game that gives you the rules up front. Always appreciated. Although the rules in this case, don't really seem to matter.
0: <laughs> no, and they're going to freaking, I feel like it's going to be, be a, a moving target as well too, right? It's going to change a little bit. So uh, they give it... Can, mm-hmm? I,
1: can I ask a question? Yeah. Who, who is answering them? Who is the voice of this game? Because the voice is having a conversation with them of what they're saying right now, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not Clifton, it's Clifton's in the room. So who's mm-hmm. having that conversation with them?
0: I wasn't sure if he the... was doing ventriloquist or if he just had hired somebody, one of those guys to be that, that person? person? one of the guys I don't know that's what I was wondering too I was thinking about that today actually
1: I don't know who is that talking I'm not really sure um I really just thought he was just
0: throwing this like ventriloquist thing for a moment and I was like maybe he's a ventriloquist oh
1: that's why his mouth's like that
0: yeah because his mouth is all weird
1: huh okay so uh we start to play the game Mm -hmm.
0: And we get a bunch of uh, black history questions, which is like, they're like, okay, cool. We get black history. This is great. And this is stuff that, you know, these for the first ones are kind of easy-ish. And then they get a little harder, like when they get to lift every voice, which is the black national anthem. Um, I do only know the first verse. And I was like, (gasps) I would to be dead right now. I I only know the first verse. There's so many verses. I was like, like, that she's right it's got like 14 it, it's got a lot of verses it's like okay. seven verses long it's not a short song it's like okay i don't know i guess i i i would
1: imagine i'd imagine you knowing the second verse it's like you'd like put, double down on it but like yeah, i don't know I'm the first it
0: now but i i don't i don't know the second verse i know the first because everyone usually just sing the first and then you you know you yeah. move on well, you just sing that
1: like our national anthem has more than one verse I'm sure. No,
0: our national. Oh yeah. yeah, our does. Oh, it does. Yes, our yeah. national has multiple verses, so I think it's got like six or seven as well, um, and it keeps going. Yeah. So, so who will, who, will,
1: who knows any past? No one. one.
0: No one. Um. So it's like kind of an impossible thing, and so you know they keep going, but they they make it through, which I loved, and I love that Allison was like, "Yes, I got you," because um, she's the one who's biracial, and so they always question her blackness constantly, and that's like her cross to bear, so to speak. Um. And so Clifton. Tries to answer a Nas question and he calls him Nas and is calling him, you know, um, and they're trying to help him with like figure, figure out the lyrics, but then they get to the friends question, which is chef's kiss on this answer. <laughs> 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 friends it's versus the- living single is definitely a thing. And the Zeitgeist living single came out before friends and essentially the same show. Um, yeah. And do you think it, do you think it's a better show? Yeah. Okay. Cause uh, I've never,
1: I've never watched friends. I've never watched it. Okay. So I have no, I have no film of reference. I've seen, maybe seen a couple of episodes, but friends Great. I never had an interest in. So
0: yeah, you're good. Remember yeah. when we used to go to Chandler's and we lived in Norwich, they had that bar. Oh yeah. It was Chandler's named after Chandler from friends and they had the logo looking like that. And then yeah. And then that girl yeah. Phoebe, it's but her okay. real name I'm, wasn't Phoebe, I'm, but she named herself Phoebe because she loved it. Okay. Wow.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not mad that I missed out on that train.
0: Nope. Nope. We're good. Be we good. Um, so anyway, um, they fuck it up because basically they he asked the question is name the the five characters, the five black actors that appeared on Friends. They do. But the answer is not that they do should not have just answered with those actors. The answer is, uh, uh-uh. I don't watch Friends. It's, <laughs> I watch Living Single. And that is what gets them the wrong answer. So, which
1: is which is a hilarious, but also not fair. Right. And this is like if you have a killer who's playing by rules, but the rules actually mean nothing and the rules are going to change at any point in time. You're
0: fucked with that. How do you how do you survive that? You don't. But also you do something wonderful like Morgan does here where she almost gets scalped it's a wig that she's wearing. So the wig glue actually gets pulled off when he tries to scalp her head. And so she's able to try to bust out of the little chair he's got her tied into. Um, and, uh, she cries out. She's trying to get out of that basement and trying to get rescued.
1: But all the outer doors are locked and the glass is unbreakable and there's bars on the doors and their tires have been slashed. So King shoots the lock off the door where is on the other side. And there's a man coming up behind her. Um, And then he gets shot by an arrow. I wasn't clear Mm -hmm. because King comes up and yells, get away from the door and then shoots immediately. And I was like, did he kill Morgan? Did he shoot? That's what I thought, too. Because
0: they never tell you. mm -hmm. I think the other guy grabbed her. It's not clear. It could be either Mm -hmm. way.
1: Okay, that'd be interesting if he killed her and then the monster didn't. Right, um, but she, He gets shot with an arrow but seems to be doing okay and uh, Shinika ends up stabbing the killer in the foot mm-hmm. and so we get a good shot of his boot which will come in
0: later. King yep. gets shot again. Uh, this
1: time he gets shot all the way through.
0: With the crossbow. Yeah, he's not doing well but he's still pulling it together. He's still going to be okay. I,
1: I always feel like they say to leave that stuff in, Right yeah like leave if you get some like a knife or something second you don't pull it out because yeah, you're you just might just to unleash out. this mm-hmm. like torrent of blood mm-hmm. um which i'm sure like both of those would be tremendously painful but uh, i guess horror movies for my guy tip if you get shot by an arrow just leave it in
0: yep Ugh, okay anyway um so yeah and then namdi ends up getting a um a gun because king does have the gun like he said and he ends up shooting back at the archer Um, and then they try to figure out, okay, who would want to kill us and why is this happening? And they're like, are there any white people that want to kill us? And everyone's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got somebody (laughs) who might want to. So they're just like, well, you know, um, what, what could we have done? And then they, um, you know, talk about how somebody had talked about the Star Spangled Banner again, which I love, Star Spangled Banner discourse. Uh, like, what's worse? She's like, what, one of the girls was like, Yeah, I I, t- I got in a fight with somebody saying that the O'Reilly Auto Parts song was more catchy than the Star Spangled Banner. And so they go I, into and it. Oh, so, oh, oh, and socially,
1: oh, it's, oh, socially revel- relevant as well.
0: 100%. Yeah. So, oh, 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 O'Reilly. If you didn't Otto just build parts. If you didn't just do that in your head, I don't yeah. know who you are. You're probably not from America then. That's probably all it is. But it's like in America. I, it's a I song. hate I hate that it will live in my head forever. I hate that I will never get away from that song. It I will think be it's there. hilarious because it's like Brusha Brusha Brusha. Right. Is it was a real jingle. My mom has never watched Grease, but like I said that and she's like, "Oh, Brusha Brusha." She like knew the whole commercial from her childhood and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that was a real commercial." Yeah.
1: I mean, you can go on a jingle rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 an it's a horrible. It's a well done to those jingle writers. I hope the guy who wrote the O'Reilly one is like living in luxe. It's a luxe. It's a luxury because you deserve it, sir.
0: Yeah. It lives with all of us now. Yay. It's integrated like into it all not. of our spirits. <laughs> um, and so now we get to the moment. This is where what the OG sketch was. Basically, this scene here where they go, OK, um, we have two minutes to pick who's the blackest of the group to sacrifice them um basically as a trade since they got a question wrong for you know and to to trade so um this is like what the similar with the og sketch really was on the show with by three-peat comedy my friend Patrick rollins shout out um and that whole crew um shantira jackson who also is a writer all these amazing people have gone on have these amazing careers that were on this sketch team um yeah and so the blackest person is gonna get sacrificed they have two minutes to decide Mm-hmm.
1: and they go around and talk about uh defending themselves and uh so clifton defends himself by making him sound like the whitest person in the room but also they don't like him so right here i'm like oh well the game should just tell you you're lost right because they like, clearly he is not that's not him you know mm-hmm. um but he gives that gives that little look like okay all right, I'm just going to walk out and you guys are going to have to live with that guilt. And then he knows that they won't live with any guilt. And like, that's the horror of it.
0: That is the horror. And so Clifton walks out and gets shot with an arrow on the closed caption television. Um, they see him out there as the, you know, that creepy little TV that keeps playing Camptown races, another one of those old racist songs that was probably played on your, um, ice cream truck. Um, and um, because he voted for Trump twice, that's why they have banished him outside. Um, so he, he went too far by saying that. Everyone else had tried to make a you know, pre- had pretty, some pretty good cases as well um, to get out of it. So um, all of a sudden it becomes a sudden death once Clifton is out. Um, they, so they are they given three minutes. The mm-hmm. They didn't follow the rules because he didn't vote. Right. So now they have sudden death. So they have three minutes to suit up, basically, and get their final, like, people, you know, um, status up. Um, Allison has been given some Adderall throughout this course of this night. She thought it was, like, something to calm her down. But actually, she is now seeing everything in ultra color (laughs) and hyper-focused. And uh, has taken a bike in on the other end
1: of the scale. So we have people coming up, people going down, people going all over the place.
0: So, yeah. And then we still have Dwayne, you know, experiencing Somali. So we've got a lot of, like, different elements happening where they're, like, you know, dealing with, like, that as a layer on top of this heightened situation already. Yeah,
1: it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but they say here uh, we have to split up. And I have to say, for one time in horror movie history, I'm like, yeah, split up, man. You actually you gotta, do. You do have such a better chance of surviving if you all split up. I understand the like, we can, we can gang up on him kind of theory. Like, I also see that but probably more you survive if you just split up. Yeah. So it's unusual that I I agree with that statement. Right.
0: But it's also a black horror movie. And it's one of those things too, where you're just like, we have to like really look at this of like, okay, what's going to make us the most effective? So-and-so go here, so-and-so. So so they make a plan, right? So um, they decide they are going to go to some different places because it's like the killer can't kill them all at once. Like they said at the beginning, that's our tagline, right? For the movie, It can't kill us all first, right? So. But they uh, don't actually mm -hmm.
1: split up, split up. Right. There's like little groups,
0: groups, clumps, Mm -hmm. uh, which seems like it
1: would be probably the work. But anyway, Uh, so they uh, Lisa, Dwayne and Nandi go down into the basement to look for Morgan and they find the torture room with cameras all over, including a Confederate flag. This is when the Adderall and the Vicodin start to kick in and everybody's having quite a time. Uh, Shanika decides that she's going to swim across the lake. Because she sees there's lights on the other side, which I, I support. That's not a, that's not an option that most people choose in horror movies. And I feel like they should more.
0: Well, also she's the black person. She's like, they're not going to suspect it. They're going to think that I can't swim and they're going to think that they're not going to be looking for me in the water. So she's like, okay, let's use, use all these, you know, we're using, we're using our stereotypes as our superpowers in this film. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and Allison, though, had wanted to sit. But I love that she gives her the Sister Act 2 speech. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. She's like, OK, come <laughs> on, girl. We got, you know, you're using we're using all, all that we have. She's like, yes, I have to do that. So, um, you know, she's trying to get over there and Shanika's going to swim across the lake. But then we have Ranger White show up to the house and he runs into our dear trio of Lisa, Duane and Nambia as they're trying to get out of there. And they have their little. Everyone has their weapon. Lisa's got her candlestick um, that she's like, you know, and everyone gave her shit about this weapon. And she's like, no, no, no. It's solid. It's strong. I feel good with this candlestick. I feel this is my weapon tonight, you know. Um, and Ranger White is like, no, no, no. I'm one of the good ones. It's OK. I-, I-, I promise. And Dwayne's like, I thank God. I actually I'm not mad to have a white savior right now. Like, let's do this. <laughs> but he's not going to be safe for long. Poor Ranger White. But but, but it is something like,
1: yeah, we were talking about Barbarian last week where you you don't know how to read them. They're coming off real weird, but are they just real weird because they're in like a panicky situation and you don't know, you can't tell. Like I couldn't tell. I have no idea if that guy's in on it or not. I really want him to not be, but he totally could be. And so they have to put their faith in him and let him lock them in the car so he can go look and see what's going on inside, which of course is going to be a problem uh, when you're locked into a car.
0: Yeah, so they're locked in the in the ranger car, and then of course he comes back and he locks on the window trying to come in, but he's got his gun out and he looks not looks wild eyed and crazy, and they're like, no, we're not going to let you in the car, and he gets shot in the neck with an arrow. Um, so now he's out, and they have to get, try to get out of the car. Um. And so it's not going well. And we cut back over to Allison who activates do, 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 do. All of a sudden that Adderall is pumping um, and she can hyper-focus. She also has taken like Krav Maga. We know she can fight. So she actually is going to um, uh, fight the killer as it, as it had attacked Shanika um, when she came out of the water Um, and King had tried to attack as well. So she saves basically Allison comes and saves them and she ends up taking him out um and like using the freaking uh arrows like in her like ninja stars almost like in her like fingers like extra like how like you a, a, like, keys? A, like wolverine claws yeah yeah that's what they look like and so she um kicks him out uh, and then they unmask this guy um and turns out he is um one of the guys the store clerk that they had seen um coming that Shanique had seen coming up uh, yes, the
1: mm-hmm. technician is master gas station attendant. Yes, uh, but uh, his shoes are different than the other one.
0: The guy that so had, had his foot is, stabbed earlier. So they know there's more than one. More
1: than one, which is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so they find a mask in the ranger's car, um, and when they come back, so they are able to get out finally. Uh, Dwayne does um, puke puke all over.
0: One of the killers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All of the killers. It's a great distraction because he's been saying. I mean, he's been talking about it. So it's like, oh, Chekhov's puke, right? Because he talks about it uh-huh. earlier. Like, I don't feel good, and when I get nervous, I puke, and when I'm scared, I puke. So it's coming, and it happens, and it's gorgeous. And so, so
1: yes. So we, uh, the second killer, they, he falls down the stairs, and Dwayne arrows him between the eyes. But so they don't also arrows him. Yeah.
0: But they don't double, double tap. tap. Yeah.
1: Gotta um, double tap.
0: Instead, Lisa uh, and Dwayne have a fight about their their relationship and about how he didn't tell her, you know, about about um, about Nnamdi and all this stuff. And they have a moment uh, and the killer stands back up. <laughs> of course. So he gets
1: arrowed again. And when they take off the mask, uh, when they know then Lisa comes up and smashes him with a candlestick. And, and like, She takes out all really of her
0: aggression and has a wonderful brilliant. monologue about black women having to save these guys every time. And it's really, really good. And how they talk shit about her candlestick. And she's like, this is the weapon I'm using now. And it's like this her, her moment to shine.
1: Yeah. She says, I'm tired. I'm like, okay. So they pull out his, uh, his face is destroyed, but they pull out the wallet of this killer. And he is the identical twin of the other killer, which I would like to shout out. Um, because uh, famously, I have a, a theory, a fan theory about *Final Exam*, one of my very favorite horror movies, about them being identical twin killers, and how fucking cool that is. So, if you haven't seen *Final Exam*, watch it. Uh, I also did the commentary for it. You can hear my hypothesis, my yeah. twin hypothesis. But so this made me like, yeah, they fucking did it.
0: You have to do that's it. Just
1: fan theory, but this is real.
0: Right. And this is great. And so they have like a family picture in the living room. You can see like, oh, it's their house that they've been in. Um, and that's the whole thing. And so but that's not the end, because even though they've Scooby-Dooed and lifted off the masks of of two of the killers, um, they find Clifton down in the basement with an arrow in him, it looks like, apparently. But mm, how did he get down there? They, you know, wondering about that. And then all of a sudden they see a video rolling and uh, they see what he's been doing. Dropping bodies in a well. Yeah, bodies in the amazing. well. Bodies in the well.
1: So they find a, a a newspaper clipping that is on him that says that he uh, had a, killed a woman in a DUI and he was arrested for manslaughter. So we find out he's alive uh, and the basement is riddled with dynamite. So he is the one who has been in charge this whole, whole time. He's been lo- unlocking and unlocking doors from a remote Um and so he finds out that the accident happened 10 years ago tonight because mm-hmm. they laughed and attacked his blackness because he didn't know how to play spades. Yep. So he drank for the first time that night and he hit the lady and four years in jail because they took his life away because he wasn't black enough and then banished him for being not black enough as well.
0: No, and then too black. And then quote-unquote, two, quote two black more just because they hated him because he said Trump uh on this one or said he would voted for him twice so it's that catch 22 of this poor guy and i unfortunately was like oh i had a moment in my in my youth (laughs) going to um a a black student union event and i got laughed out and i really was like i saw this movie and i was like in the theater and i was like holy yeah well what you know you know julia I grew up a little, a little bit like my our friend Clifton here in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I was dressed to go to a swing dance later that night. So I was wearing my little swing dance outfit and they just did not get it at that student union event. And um, I never went back to another meeting after that. I should, they gave me not. so much what shit assholes, but it what happens, it? It's just, you know, I don't just, even know what that means. Just, uh, it was, it was, it was a moment. And I remember calling my brother being like, I'm not going back. He's like, okay, well, that's fine. But I remember having that moment where I was like, there's all kinds of different ways to like, we're all, we're all black in different ways. It's okay. So I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. But I didn't rage and kill anybody though. You know, I didn't go.
1: out. Everybody just be nice to everybody. That's the secret. Uh, So so then uh, Clinton starts to make Lisa choose who was, I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, it's, that's I'm okay. Terrible. I've gone
0: through therapy now. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm all right, people. And <laughs> I this know, movie, I want- honestly, I was like, oh, shit. It's not just me. Okay. I've made me feel less alone. I, still, I too, do not know how to play spades. So I was like, thank you, Clifton, for being my my hero, um, but also being terrible. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to play more games with them.
1: Yeah, uh, so he makes Lisa has to choose who the blackest is. And she picks herself, but he isn't. He's not happy with that answer because he said you have so to choose someone to...
0: else. That's not the rules. I need this to be Black Sophie's yes. choice. You need to pick between your friends, not you. Yes.
1: Uh, so the friends use their telepathy to try to have a plan to get Clifton out, but Clifton can also read their minds, even though he's not one of their friends. But uh, he's Black. Go
0: forward. Cause they've treated him like he wasn't black, but he's still black. And that's the joke yeah. is that he can hop in on the black conversation on the, on the Jedi mind tricks. So um, he hops in and um, he is still part of the group. And so um, they try to, uh, yeah. So surprise him. Yeah. They lose their element of surprise. Um, uh, but yeah. upstairs we have King and Allison who were, on their little this way, this way, drugs, <laughs> like <laughs> ships crossing mm-hmm. drugs. And they're like, they get it together at this moment where they're like, okay, they found the remote control that actually controls the lights and everything that's been, um, remote controlled in the home. Um, and they're able to turn off the lights, um, and, uh, actually get it, you know, just dis- the distraction that they need so that mm-hmm. they can take, um, Clifton out and throw him into the well. Yeah. Using
1: not only just shooting him, but also throwing chili powder in his face, which we had was a joke from earlier that I appreciate. That was great. Uh, so we kick, they kick him into the well, but we hear him laughing maniacally in the bottom of the well, setting up for a sequel, just in case, just in case. Um, and then it's, what do we do now? Call the cops?
0: Uh,
1: uh... You know, laugh. But then they go, yeah, for, for real. And I love this post-credit sequence of what really do you do now? What you? Your options are are not looking good.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, a bunch of people in the woods, some dead people. It's it's not looking great. So they decided to call the fire department because they're less likely to, like, you know, be terrible to you. And I love that Dwayne has changed his outfit. <laughs> and they're like, did you mm-hmm. change? Am I higher? Did you change your outfit? He's like, well, you know, if I'm going to be in the news, like he's like waiting for his like viral news moment, um, which is adorable. Um, and uh, the fire hose comes and just sprays them because they called the fire truck. And it's pretty cute fun little fun little uh credit scene it is a very fun credit scene all right i am gonna gore
1: factor with you yes please gore me one is not enough blood to fill a dixie cup two is a puddle of blood three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer four is a bathtub of blood and five is run for the bag. we give this a four and a half for gore it goes
0: pretty hard yeah, you know, we're getting uh, some fun little some fun guttings and uh, stabbings and goodness. Um, And uh, yeah, enjoyable. Absolutely enjoyable. Enjoyable murders. Um, Chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, Fantastic Oracle. I give this movie a five. I freaking loved it. I actually loved it even more watching it again. Um, Watching all the little things. And it also just makes my heart so happy that some sketch comedy people, um, the genesis of this, being like, this should be a full movie. And yes, I, I love the idea. But it's also,
1: you can tell that it's written by people who are used to writing comedy sketches because those people often have a brain that work in this kind of way and to set up traps and set up rules and set up, you know, that kind of stuff, but also to be real sharp and witty and giving you all of those kind of zingers as well. I gave this a five as well. I liked all the characters. The only uh, iffy thing for me is just like, you know, Clifton shows up and you're like, oh, it's him. Right, and then you're like, and then you make you think it isn't him, right? These twins, and then it is him again. So I get the cleverness of it, but I feel like I just he they present him as so annoying. I'm like, there's no way they would this would happen because he's just like there's no way they would let him in the way they let him in. Right, Um, but that's nitpicky, nitpicky. Other than that, I enjoyed this movie very much. I thought it was very fun and very clever, uh, and I gave it a thumbs up.
0: Yay, we love it. If you love it, let us know. If you have other uh, questions, comments, concerns, um, suggestions, we love that. Let us know what you'd like us to cover here um, at the pod. And we appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, all over the internet. So you can find us at our Patreon slash Horror Movie Survival Guide. Also at our Teespring tea store. If you would like some merch, it is the holiday season. I recommend getting some delicious, delightful um, Horror Movie Survival Guide swag. Very cute very fun for the whole family you know I think um, everyone will look good in a horror movie survival guide sweatshirt mm-hmm. agreed mm-hmm.
1: and we hope that you have a fantastic horror week yeah thanks so much have a great week thank you for listening horror movie survival guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Ryan hey that's me if you would like to support the show find us on patreon.com slash horror movie survival guide